Thank you for joining the York County Economic Alliance for our podcast series. Today, we have a special panel of guests joining us, including York County President Commissioner Julie Wheeler, Felicia Dell, Director of the York County Planning Commission, Joseph Morales, Chief Opportunity Officer, and Jada Richardson, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Community Planner. We're excited to have everybody here uh, talk a little bit about some new positions that are with the county that were made with the county this year. Uh, first off, thank you all for joining us today and taking some time out to talk about this. Thanks for having You're us. You're welcome. Thanks thank for having you. us. <laughs> all right, well, let's, we, we can jump right into this here. So uh, starting with Commissioner Wheeler, can you talk to us a little bit about these two new positions and how the county came to the idea of creating these two roles and what each of them entails? We're real thrilled about having these two roles um, in the county. You know, when we look at um, York County government as an employer, uh, we are the fifth largest employer in York County uh, with an excess of 2,200 employees here. So large employer, um, certainly the focus on diversity, equity, inclusion needs to continue to be in the forefront of what we do here and as we conduct our business. Um, you know, for, for me, this action is a necessary step forward in county government as a provider of services, and as I mentioned, as one of the largest employers in York County. You know, not surprisingly, our workplaces tend to mirror the social, cultural dynamics at play in our lives outside of work. For me, having been part of a multinational enterprise for over two decades, I've witnessed firsthand that diversity in the workplace is an asset for both the business of the organization as well as their employees. It also has the capacity to foster innovation, creativity, and empathy in ways that a homogeneous work environment seldom does. Yet it takes careful nurturing and deliberate action to unleash the potential of this invaluable asset. So when we first started looking at the positions, again, recognizing that York County government is one of the largest employers, we really need to take a look at our own house and get our own house um, in order and on a path forward. But then as we look at York County as a community holistically, I reached out to Felicia Dell and we started having some conversations on how can we take what we're going to do in York County government and parlay that into our community as a whole. And that's when we started having a dialogue around the community planner position, uh, which is a position that Jade is going to fill. So it's really a two-pronged approach. One, looking at York County government as an employer and then looking at York County government in a more holistic sense. It's exciting to have uh, these two new positions coming on board here with the county and, and providing this opportunity. Um, speaking of which, the position for community opportunity or chief opportunity officer uh, has probably been filled for a couple of weeks now, making Joe Morales the seasoned veteran of the group. Um, so, Joe, what interested you most when you heard about uh, this opportunity being available? Well, to be honest, Jason, it was uh, it was work that I was already doing, so that appealed to me right off the bat. But I, I'm starting to wonder if it was divine intervention, to be honest, because uh, the timing of this couldn't have been more perfect. My wife and I had already made plans to move to York. Uh, actually, had settled on a house before I knew I had this job, but uh, I knew right away that the the goals that uh, Commissioner Wheeler laid out and with uh, Miss Dell that it was something I wanted to do for sure uh, because. Uh, I felt it was extremely important for York County or for any community, but with me being as close as I was to York 
and uh, this opportunity showing up, I just, again, I felt like it was meant to be. So uh, I had to, I had to apply. That's great. I didn't realize that the stars had aligned perfectly like that. <laughs> Welcome to York County. Thank you. Um, speaking about the the equity and inclusion community planner position, Felicia, can you before we jump into that? First off, that we probably have some some of our listeners that are not as familiar with the county's planning commission. Can you just tell us a, a real quick overview of what the county's planning commission does? Boy, um, I'll try to keep that short um, because we do a lot in the community that um, people probably don't realize the planning that occurs behind the scenes. Um, but first and foremost, we're the planning commission to the York County Board of Commissioners. So if your listeners are familiar with local government, um, they'll know they have their elected officials at their borough council or their board of supervisors. But there's also a planning commission that makes, you know, recommendations to help guide some of the decisions that the elected officials um, are making on a monthly basis. And in that very broad way, the York County Planning Commission serves the York County Board of Commissioners. Um, but we also operate a lot of programs around the physical infrastructure of the county. Um, we develop the comprehensive plan that shows how we will grow and what we'll preserve in the county. We also look at what kind of roadway investments we need or what kind of housing and community developments we need. And we operate programs to bring that investment into the York County community. Um, so our mission is very broad. It's to guide sustainable development and preservation to improve the quality of life in York County. And I think you know, it's all too easy to get caught up in the physical aspects of what we try to work on in the county, but I think we always try to have to remember that we're not doing these kinds of programs and improvements just for the sake of them themselves, but we're doing them to serve the residents. So if there are needs in our community that are borne out by what the residents are telling us, that's what we try to serve in concert with the York County Board of Commissioners. So a lot of physical infrastructure, but it's really there to serve the needs of the residents. Um, so at the heart of what we do is um, all focused on our community residents. That's a great encapsulation of um, what the Planning Commission does. I, 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 there are probably so many residents that are touched by your actions, but probably had no clue uh, to the, the breadth of things that you take care of and, and look into for the county and do for the commissioners. Um, and it sounds like you get very targeted with your actions, which actually is seems to be what led to a little bit of the role for the equity and inclusion community planner. Can you tell us just a little bit more about exactly what that position is going to focus on for the planning commission? Well, I think um, we have a first desire to come up with what does York County really look like? We've been able to categorize our county in so many different ways, whether it's some of those hard infrastructure statistics or some of the, the very broad census statistics that we get about our community and our residents and our population and our households. But we've never really taken a look at the diversity aspect. And of course, um, leading the diversity is always taking a look at what is our racial composition um, but we also want to take a look at our um, other diversity factors that make us 
you know, all different, but all encapsulated within the boundary of York County, which might be anything from income, educational attainment, uh, disability, home ownership. We don't really have a comprehensive look at what we look like as our community based on those factors. So we want to take a look at that in the broadest sense. And we also want to take a look at what are we identifying as areas where we need to be more welcoming to those different areas of diversity that we have to not only make our own residents feel comfortable and welcome in their own home county, but what we could do to make others feel like this is a welcoming place. So it's looking at what our community looks like today how welcoming are we? What are we doing in our social service agencies and our public nonprofits, our government, our private employers? What are we doing around diversity and equity to make people feel welcome? And then where are we, you know, not measuring up? Where do we need to do more and come up with a plan on how we're going to address those weaknesses, um, make our community better, richer um, by putting some proactive um, programs, policies, change in action. This definitely sounds like some big shoes to fill. And uh, fortunately, it sounds like you've got a great new person taking on that role with uh, Jada Richardson. And, and Jada, not to throw you under the bus, since uh, we kind of said that Joe was the seasoned veteran, you've, you've been in your role maybe two weeks today. Is that, is that right? Yeah, about two weeks. <laughs> well, congratulations <laughs> and welcome. Um, you're probably just still kind of starting to scratch the surface a little bit, but is there anything that you've, that's really kind of gotten you excited about your new position so far? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to learn about York County. I've lived in York my whole life, except for when I went away to school. Um, so I'm excited to learn about the county that I've been in, but more importantly, I think I'd like to be a part of changing the narrative about York County. Um, being from the city, you very much grow up here being told that you should leave. There aren't many opportunities here. And so as a person of color, I'd really like to change that narrative to prove to everybody that this is a place that you can be successful. No matter what your background is, you can live in your county and live a great life. <laughs> so. Well, and, and speaking of the success, um, the opportunity that you will have in this position here, I want to spin this back to Commissioner Wheeler. And when you're looking at, at Jada's position and also Joe's position as uh, chief opportunity officer, what realistically do you do you see as the success coming from having these two new members on your, your team and staff here over the next year? Like what, what are you some of the things that you're hoping to see them accomplish? Yeah, so I think first and foremost, if we look at this from a very pragmatic and practical standpoint, um, as we know in business, if we really want to move a culture, move a mindset, and change the way we live, work, and play, we have to have a way to measure it. So, you know, certainly part of the success uh, for Jada and Joe is do we have the right operating metrics in place to track um, how we're doing in regards to diversity, equity, and inclusion? You know, uh, Felicia mentioned it early in her remarks. Um, it's going out and getting a baseline. And then determining what factors really do we want to measure ourselves against. So, you know, we have to have, uh, from a practical standpoint, some way to, you know, tell us how we're doing, good or bad. So um, Jada touched on it a little bit. Uh, we really want to make sure that York is a welcoming place. Um, 
I sit along with some other chief executive officers on the welcoming workplace initiative being led by the York County Economic Alliance. So how do we really create and foster an environment that's welcoming? I want young people like Jada to stay here in our community and live their lives here, but I also want to attract other young people as well as um, others from diverse backgrounds to your county. So we'll be looking for some specific actions uh, for Jada and Joe around um, how do we do that. And, you know, York County government being one of the largest employers certainly needs to lead by example. Is that enough? That's perfect. Um, and you actually kind of were talking a little bit about some of the specifics of that, which actually is a good segue then uh, back to Felicia. Uh, Felicia, when you're talking about some of the things that Jada will be working on, are there any specific projects you have in mind right off the bat that you want to try to tackle? Well, I think we talked about um, broadly creating a community profile so we can take a fresh look at who we are in York County, but we don't just want that to be a static document filled with, you know, numbers and charts. We also want that to reflect what the community looks like. So we've talked about putting together that community profile and showing actual pictures of what the numbers look like out in the community or what did the trends of who we are what does that look like out in the community? And, I, and we mean all corners of York County, whether it's a rural area, a suburban area, or an urban area. We wanna to talk to the people out in the community and say, look, this is what the numbers look like. Does this resonate with you? Do you see yourself in these numbers, in these statistics, in these trends? And what are we missing? Um, are there aspects of diversity in your community that we haven't captured? So I think that first task is really to get a good broad grounding of who we are in York County and making sure that it's accurate um, and that it's something that the residents will say it's not just um, some sort of an educational exercise, but it really does reflect who we are and what we look like through all of those different diversity lenses that we're talking about. Um, and that would be the first thing. And that's a big undertaking because we've never really had that kind of, I, would, I don't know if you want to call it that 3D look at who we are. We've typically had, you know, numbers and statistics and census reports and documents that you can get online, but we haven't been out in the community to make sure that we're resonating and accurately reflecting who we are and what we do. So that's probably one of the bigger first tasks that she'll be working on. That's a great description. It kind of kind of sounds like it's the difference between uh, reading the book that's describing yourself and then, but instead of reading the book that describes yourself, standing up and actually looking in the mirror and making sure that what you see is matching what you're reading. So that's exciting. Um, and that's, that is, that does sound like quite a task uh, for you guys to take right off the bat to try to, to identify. Um, fortunately, I believe that Joe, you bring a wealth of experience uh, in your to this new role here. So you you've had quite a few successful ventures before this, and are bringing those to York County here. So can you talk a little bit about your experience before you came to join the county? Yeah, sure. I, I think probably one of the most relevant aspects of my background is my lived experience. You know, unfortunately, as a kid. 
who grew up or was born in Brooklyn, New York, uh, my family and my brothers and sisters and I experienced some pretty harsh racism and uh, abuse as kids being the only uh, black and brown kids in our communities in places like Dundalk, Maryland, upstate New York, uh, military bases around Alabama. So it was those experiences that really led me to, to study and, and uh, grow this interest in human behavior and particularly race relations. But uh, that, that led to me doing this uh, at a college level as a student. I did trainings, um, uh, eventually did training around the state of Pennsylvania for the Department of Ed as part of their uh, uh, what they call PDCs, professional development centers. And it got to be uh, a pretty big demand on my time. So I sort of split work between my time at Intermediate Unit 13 as a supervisor and doing training around the state. But uh, I, I really believe, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a person's heart uh, as much as their intellect or education that, that really is important in this work because uh, having lived some of these experiences and be able to share research, but also research that, that combines with my lived experience, I think has a powerful impact on people. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to getting in front of uh, the employees of York County. I'm uh, looking forward to getting out in the community and meeting folks. Uh, but I'm extremely optimistic. I think, uh, like I said, the timing of this, I don't think could have been better. You know, despite the difficulties we've had in 2020, I think uh, 20, 2021 is poised to be a great year for uh, not just for the county of York, but for race relations, I hope, across the country. I love your response there. Um, you know, just with what you said earlier and what we've heard in some of the other from some of the other folks here, uh, statistics play a very large role in everything, but you basically bring it back to what is really at the heart of the matter, and that's the human element and making sure that exactly. we're looking at, at keeping the emotional side to everything. Um, so that's I'm really excited. Important. Absolutely. Yeah, right. um, Jada, I know that you are still a little bit younger in your career, um, but I believe you've had quite you know, a lot of experience in just a short bit of time and, and been very traveled and well, well um, versed in a lot of different areas. Can you talk a little bit about your, some of your experience and what you're bringing to your position? Yeah. Um, well, I think I grew up in a very interesting time in the country. When I was a senior in high school is when Trayvon Martin was killed. And then throughout my time in undergrad was when we saw the police killings of Mike Brown Alton Sterling and Philando Castile, and I was studying, um, studying journalism and public relations in undergrad at IUP. So I spent a lot of time reporting on these issues and just hearing from a lot of people on my college campus. And I began to think a lot about the systems that were in place creating, you know, the environment that would make events like that happen. And so I wanted to I wanted to really be a part of fixing those things. And so at that time, I started to think a lot more about my future and realized that journalism wasn't exactly for me. And just through a series of events, once I graduated, I ended up working for our state representative, Carol Holt Evans, as a legislative assistant. And there, I kind of started to experience local government and being able to help people. And that's what kind of put me on the path of going back to school to study policy, where I'm at your college right now in their master's program. And it's just really given me the ability to think about our systems and being able to make policies that really impact our people and plan 
to make sure that people have the services that help them, you know, achieve what they want. I hope that (laughs) helps you understand like the pathway in which I got there. But ultimately it just comes down to being able to help people and put a plan into place so that people can really achieve the dreams that they have. That's a great, great response as well. Um, And I think you kind of echo a lot of what Joe said about that human element and you know, it, it is easy to probably get lost in numbers and policy and things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, it is all about making life better for, for your all of the, your neighbors here in York County and everyone you come in contact with on a daily basis. Um, you know, I know that we were talking that you grew up here in York County and uh, Joe has uh, a little bit more of a background that grew up out of the area here as well. Um, Julie, or Commissioner Wheeler, I believe that you you grew up in York County too, and isn't that correct? Um, I did, uh, but I was really blessed when I worked for that multinational corporation. I had the opportunity to live in China, and Japan, and Hong Kong, and experience really a totally different way of life from what we have here in York County. I love York County. Um, but you really learn a lot when you immerse yourself in a culture and their ways. And again, um, looking at how we bring creativity and innovation, it really is from having those diverse experiences and employees in our in our workforce here. I did not know that you had spent a, a little bit of time living in China. That is fascinating. I did. I can tell you lots of stories about that at a later date. It was <laughs> it was an eye opener. I mean, at, at that point, there were still places in China that uh, didn't have running water. So it's a very in- interesting experience for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, some of the things that we just take for granted on a daily basis. Um, maybe that'll be a future podcast that we can follow up on. Oh, I love to talk about that. That experience is <laughs> great. Uh, Felicia, uh, how about you? Are, are you a York County native? I, I am. <laughs> Um, I grew up in York County. I'm a Dallastown High School grad. I went away to college and stayed away for probably about seven years, studied abroad, studied, you know, in Texas and came back home um, and started a career here um, with C.S. Davidson Engineering and ultimately ended up at the County Planning Commission. And I think that, you know, there's all sorts of ways we can gain experience, um, I'm kind of a steady, you know, let's keep doing more, let's keep doing better. Um, While I like a lot of different experiences, I like to have a home base, and I consider this my home base. I'm right there with you. I'm a York County native um, myself, and I can completely agree with that. I think the farthest that I moved away was uh, Shippensburg, so (laughs) not quite (laughs) out to Texas, but uh, I love York County, and I'm uh, glad to be here, and it sounds like, Jada, you are also of that same mindset. Um, You're born and raised in York and have made the decision to stay in this area and make make York County the best place that it can be. Yeah, um, I went away to school. I went to IUP, which is um, in Indiana, PA, if people are unfamiliar. Um, And then I came back home for a little while. Then I moved to Philadelphia for a few years. And then I spent some time in Los Angeles. Um, I wasn't working. I was just out there um, spending time with my uncle and just enjoying the city. 
But now I come back and bring all of that experience and just, you know, some new ideas that I would love to see and bring to your county, because I think people would love to see those things here, too. Absolutely. Um, although, Joe, I do have to actually ask, I know you were saying that it was kind of a little bit of divine intervention. Uh, you've you've been all over uh, in throughout your life and growing up and your career. So how did you end up deciding recently to move to York County? Well, <laughs> to be honest, again, it was uh, just sort of by chance. My wife and I started a home search back in March, beginning of March. And as you know, COVID became, uh, you know, a very real pandemic by mid-March. So our, our housing search kind of shrunk when we couldn't even go out and look at homes. So uh, it was our preference to be on the other side of the river. But uh, when we saw some of the homes here in East York and, and the pricing and the, the neighborhoods, we were sold, literally. So uh, we, we enjoy this time. I mean, I, as a kid, I lived in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my claim to fame is that I was born in the Marcy Public Housing Projects, where this other guy named Jay-Z was my neighbor. But uh, <laughs> he's done okay for himself, and I like to think uh, I have too. But uh, yeah, York is a, is a vibrant community. Reminds me a lot of Lancaster, but I think some of the challenges faced are not uncommon to York County. They're, they're issues that we're dealing with all over the country. And I'm thrilled that uh, Commissioner Wheeler had the courage and Ms. Uh, Ms. Bell had the, the foresight to create these positions as a, as a way of moving the culture just a little bit. And I don't think any of us have delusions about making dramatic changes in the way York uh, Yorkians behave. Is that right? Yorkians? York Countyans? <laughs> but uh, I think starting internally here with county employees is a fantastic way, as Julie said, to, to maybe model some practices and behaviors that would be beneficial to companies uh, throughout the county. Well, again, we are glad that you decided to come across the river and join us here in York County. So, so welcome once again. Um, you used a great word, encourage, and that's actually going to be a great lead into my final item here. Uh, we are starting to run a little bit tight on our time, and I want uh, want to be mindful of your time as well. So, but you guys are going to have the honor of being the first to join me in what I what we're going to call the iHeart Yoko Triple Trivia, and I've got some three rapid fire type questions for you. And of course, you know that the York County Economic Alliance, one of our mottos is that I heart or I love Yoko. So this is what led to the triple trivia. And we'll start with uh, Commissioner Wheeler. We'll have each of you then answer the question, same question here. Uh, so our first question representing the I in I heart Yoko is finish this sentence. The superhero or supervillain that I think is most like me is... I don't like that question. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I have to edit that out. I I have to think about that one. Well, we can jump over to Felicia. To Same Felicia. question. I'm just looking up I, superheroes to find out who they are. Maybe maybe start with question two. How's that? All right, we'll come back to question number one. So the come question back, number I two. I don't like that question. <laughs> start with two. <laughs> They're all they're, they're doing the same thing. They're doing it too. So. Like you are the superheroes. 
I think we just found out that you're not that these guys are not very big superhero fans. Um, No. So, but we'll jump ahead to question number two and maybe circle back here. So, question number two focuses on the heart uh, part of our motto, and which do you love more uh, of the two Yoko-based products, the York peppermint patty or Catherine Beecher's famous buttermint? Both are great choices from York County, but if I have to pick one, it would be the York Peppermint Patty. Part of that is my father used to work at American Chain and Cable when it was downtown on Princess Street, which was near the York Peppermint Patty um, outlet, and he would bring peppermint patties home on Friday nights, and I just love them. And as an older adult, they're very low in calories. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Felicia? I'm a York peppermint patty gal because it's got chocolate in it. I mean, how can you not want something that has chocolate? That is a very good point. Very good point. Um, Although the buttermint does have that butter Butter. feeling. So um, (laughs) let's, let's Joe, which one are you rolling for? Well, I'm going to have to say uh, I'm a York peppermint patty guy only because I've never had Miss Beecher's butter mints. But uh, it's definitely going to be on my list of York experiences to have. (laughs) All right, Jade, are you going to make this a clean sweep? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the peppermint patty. I've also never tried the butter mint, so I will have to (laughs) try that out. In all fairness, it is. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, in all fairness, it is a, it is a tough competition to take down the uh, York Peppermint Patty, as <laughs> well known as what it is. But let's uh, commend uh, Catherine Beecher, because she was a pioneer as a woman leading a business um, at a time where there weren't many women leading businesses in York. So You're absolutely right. And probably most people have had Catherine Beecher's buttermints, maybe just never realized it because they are quite common at a lot of restaurants as your after dinner mint uh, when they give you one of those. So, all right. So our third question in the triple trivia is that focuses on the Yoko part. And question is, is what is your favorite uniquely Yoko activity or tradition, such as maybe it's the steam whistle concert that's coming up here uh, during the holiday season, or maybe it's visiting the Heritage Rail Trail uh, street rod weekend at every June. So uh, Commissioner Wheeler, what is your favorite unique Yoko activity? Well, I love the rail trail, but I'd like to share unique activity from years past, which doesn't exist anymore, but I think, um, our history becomes part of us and uh, we bring the we bring history forward. When I was a little girl, I used to love going to the tea room at the bond time because my grandmother worked there. And at Christmas time, it was really special. Um, in those days, uh, Santa Claus would come and climb up the, the ladder on the local fire engine and greet the children. So that's a very fond memory for me from York County back in the day. Oh, that's awesome. And a good holiday holiday tradition as well. Um, Felicia, what is your favorite Yoko tradition? Well, you know, I'm going to go with the Glenrock carolers that, um, you know, dress up and go around and do the Christmas carols during the holiday season. I have some relatives and some family roots in that area, and that's something that we always tried to participate, be at somebody's house we knew the night they were doing that. So I'm all about the Glenrock carolers. 
That's a good, very good one. As a matter of fact, that was actually the top item that uh, Jim McClure mentioned when we just recently interviewed him for our 12 uh, holidays of Yoko. And that was his top thing that he led off with was talking about the Glen, Glen Rock Carolers. Joe, I know you're new to York County, um, but what is, what is something Yoko unique that you're interested in or uh, want to experience? Well, I can tell you one of the things that drew us uh, to this area was the, the natural beauty. I mean, there, not only do we have the Susquehanna River right here and, and uh, trails to walk, but right near our home where we uh, live in East York, Rocky Ridge Park, uh, Springsbury Park, my wife have enjoyed, uh, my wife and I have enjoyed many walks in those parks over the last several months and uh, consider that a, a real good, a great resource so close to home. Absolutely. And huge shout out to the County Parks Department. Uh, we probably, I'm going to say we have the best park system in the nation. So, uh, Jada, what about you? Uh, you grew up in York County. So what is your favorite Yoko tradition? Well, I'll give you two. Um, I always enjoyed going to the fair when I was a kid. I haven't been in such a long time, but when it comes back next year, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> I will get to go. And then I'll also say bike night. Um, I went to York High and I was a cheerleader. So it reminds me um, once every season after the game, there would be all of the bikes downtown. And so I'd be on my way home and get to see, you know, just all of the bikes and all of the people coming out to see them, which was always nice. Absolutely. Two other classics. Uh, you got America's Oldest Fair and Bike Night is there's so much energy downtown when uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> during that weekend and night. So. What do you think? Are you guys set to go back to capture that first question or are you going to take a flyer on it? I'm taking a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> How about, can't we ask our favorite comfort food? You can see that one. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll do a substitution. So what is, uh, what is your favorite comfort food? Especially that's a good one for 2020, the way that it is uh, this year has been. Macaroni and cheese. I could have it every day of the week. That's my favorite. <laughs> Mac and cheese. That's a good one. Ham pot pie with thick square doughy noodles. <laughs> Did you say ham pot pie? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. wow, that is a that's a that's an unique one. Um, mm -hmm. There's not too many people that have had ham pot pie. That's a that's probably a, a Yoko special there. <laughs> Joe, what's your uh, favorite comfort food? Everything. No, <laughs> actually. <laughs> if I had, I, my wife makes this fantastic uh, sort of beef stew called no peat casserole. It's like beef cubes and mushrooms and sauce. It's fantastic. So uh, we just had that the other night. So that's fresh, fresh in my memory. <laughs> that actually sounds really good, especially when I was um, <laughs> sitting here looking outside the window today and it's a cold, cold December day. So that sounds very good. Uh, Jada, how about you? Favorite comfort food? <laughs> Well, since I was a little kid, I've refused to pick a favorite anything. So <laughs> I I can't really say it makes me, if I pick a favorite, it makes me feel like I'm neglecting something else that I really love. But my mom makes this, we call it sticky chicken, but she makes this chicken dish that like, I don't know. <laughs> so it's like apricot flavored, but it's really, really good. And it's one of my favorite things ever. I could eat it every day. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Sticky chicken. All right. That actually sounds really good as well. Well, um, 
I know that we have pretty much hit our limit here for our time. And I just want to thank all four of you again for taking some time to join us today. Uh, very excited to have Joe joining the county here as the chief opportunity officer. Uh, excited to have Jada on board as the equity and inclusion community planner. Um, I know that you both are going to do some great things here in your county and for all of the residents here. Uh, Commissioner Wheeler, Felicia, thank you for, for taking the time to talk about these and taking the initiative to create these positions and bring Joe and Jada in uh, to, and we're all excited to see how this turns out and, and the great things that they're both gonna do for us here in York County.